Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast episode 46. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I hope you enjoyed last week's conversation with Jessica Jackson from the Thriving in Motherhood podcast. One thing I really appreciate about Jessica is a mantra she taught me that's been a game changer. Start slow to stick. You are here because you're overwhelmed and you don't know where to tackle the mess and the chaos, right? So naturally, we want to tackle everything at once because we're just sick of it. And I've been there so many times. But picking one super small thing and then mastering that before you move on is the key to finally overcome that overwhelm for good. And in my decluttering coaching, I can help you make massive progress in one area of your home or one area of your life where you desperately need systems, but you don't know where to start. I am here to make it easy for you. You don't have to go to Google University, as I like to say, or scour Pinterest for the answer that you need. You just need a fellow mom who has been on the path before you. And I believe that mom is me. And so if you can't take the chaos one day longer, let's hop on a quick 10 minute call so we can talk about your number one pain point and you can see whether working with me makes sense. Go ahead and check out the show notes for more information. So today we're going to talk about something super timely because most of us have kids home for the summer who by this point are likely driving us nuts. Or is it just me? (laughs) Summer is great because we have more time out of the house going to the pool, the park, splash pads, you name it, anything we can do to get these kids tired enough to go to bed at night. Can I get an amen for that? But being outside of the home means that it's harder to find time to declutter. So what is a busy mom to do? Today, I'm going to share my three favorite hacks for decluttering when your kids are home for the summer, or really anytime. You're going to want to take notes today, mama, so what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Before we dive into these hacks, I just want to remind you that our free Facebook group is available to help support you on your decluttering journey. We do bi-weekly decluttering challenges that are just 15 minutes a day, and a supportive group of moms are there who want to help each other succeed. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm and join us. Okay, let's do this. Hack number one for decluttering when your kids are home is to declutter while they are doing their normal activities. What do I mean by this? Well, we talked in episode 34 all about my five-step plan to tackle toy clutter. 
One of these steps is to observe, really observe what your kids do and don't play with. So let's say your kids decide to color or do crafts one rainy afternoon. They have all the crayons, markers, paint sticks, glue sticks, glitter, everything is out. While they are coloring and crafting, check to see if there are any markers, paint sticks, or glue sticks that have dried out. Check to see if there are any broken crayons. Dispose of this trash immediately. Then you can see if there are any coloring books or crafting books they haven't touched in months and ask them, depending on their age, whether they still want them or not. Or if you're sure they probably wouldn't miss them, start a small pile off to the side. Don't tell them what it is. Don't draw attention to it. Just make a small pile. We'll talk about what to do with that pile in hack number two. So this can work for any activity you are doing as part of your day. Is it bath time? Check out whether there are any moldy bath toys and get rid of them. Are your kids having some quiet reading time? Notice any books they haven't touched in months and casually put them in a pile to the side. Are they demolishing the playroom? See what toys and games are missing pieces. Put those aside to dispose of later. Are you doing laundry? When the clothes are clean and before you put them away, put anything that has holes in it or the owner never wears and put those in a pile to the side. The point is that you're making it part of your day. You're observing what is and what isn't being used, making a small pile of what isn't, or throwing the obvious stuff in the trash. Easy, right? Please, please, please make sure you don't say anything about throwing things away, donating them, or getting rid of them to anyone in your family, spouses included. Unless it's obvious trash, they will likely have an opinion. So just put them temporarily to the side. Don't draw attention to it, okay? This is critical because I'm not sure if this is universal, but my kids have this like sixth sense about when I may get rid of something that they perceive as all of a sudden being important. And I know some of you have spouses like that too. Okay, hack number two. What do we do with these piles, right? So when your kids are moving on to the next activity, Quietly take the pile you collected in that space and put it in a place where your kids won't look for it. My favorite spot is my art purgatory, which I talk about in episode 28, all about paper clutter. It is a hamper we don't use with a lid on it, and it's in our bedroom closet. Normally, I use this for kids' artwork and crafts that they bring home from camps or vacation Bible school, but you can really use it for any of these piles that we're making. So put the contents of the pile in there for the time being and go about the rest of your day. Make it quick because I know if I'm gone for like two minutes, even if I tell the boys, hey guys, I'm going to my room and I'm going to be back, they're yelling, mom, from downstairs. (laughs) Drives me nuts. So alternatively, if it's convenient, you can put the things you've collected in these piles in one or two bins. You're going to have a decluttering bin, and then you're gonna have an out of sight, out of mind bin. For both of these bins, make sure that you cannot, I repeat, cannot see through it. Bonus points if there's a sturdy lid that is difficult for the kids to open. Your kids are not going to have any idea what is in these bins, and it's a place that they won't go snooping. Perhaps it's in your basement, your garage, under your bed, in your attic, you get the idea. Now, depending on how curious your kids are, you may want to wait to do this until after they've gone to sleep or use the purgatory area in the meantime. But when it's safe, 
<laughs> Isn't it funny that I'm using that term, but seriously, how often are our decluttering efforts derailed by our kids or even our spouses? Then you can put the items that you're sure you want to declutter in the declutter bin and the ones you're not so sure about that perhaps are going to be asked about at some point. Put those in an out of sight, out of mind bin. Then this is key. Put a reminder on your phone for a certain number of days. For the declutter bin, I would have it be maybe one to three days. For the out of sight, out of mind bin, you can do 30, 60, 90 days so that you can then declutter what's in that bin if no one is asking for those things. Having that out of sight, out of mind bin is super powerful. I'm going to be doing a separate episode all about that because it also works for things that we're holding on to for ourselves as well. It is an important part of your decluttering toolbox. Wow, we already made it to hack number three. This one is more about helping you find small pockets of time where the kids are playing nicely for like 5, 10, or even 15 minutes so you can get some things done, including decluttering. Now, this is definitely dependent on age. This probably isn't going to work for your super small babies, but my favorite hack for my boys is playing a kid's podcast while they are playing, whether that be doing Legos drawing, playing with their Hot Wheels, and so forth. So perhaps you have Alexa or Siri or someone else making your home smarter. And if so, you can go ahead and have her (laughs) play kids podcasts, which can give you some peace while your kids listen. Our favorites, which I'm going to link in the show notes, are Circle Round, The Arthur Podcast, Super Great Kids Stories, and But Why especially for those story-based podcasts, my kids will listen and they'll play quietly because they really want to hear the whole story so I can get some things done. And they're often distracted enough that I can make piles of things to declutter, take something to purgatory, or even to the declutter or out of sight, out of mind bin. Win-win, right? So there you go. It is possible to declutter with kids at home with you all summer. Let's recap those three hacks. Number one, declutter while they are doing their normal activities like playing, crafting, reading, and so forth. Play it cool, try to play it cool, (laughs) and make a pile without drawing attention to it. Number two, use the power of a purgatory area, a declutter bin, and an out of sight, out of mind bin to put what you've collected in the piles into a secret spot, but make sure you set reminders on your phone to Do something with what you've collected. That is super important. And number three, utilize kids podcasts at home or even on the go to have some time to do what you need to do without having to use screens. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend and feel free to join my free Facebook group at tidyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we'll be talking to my friend, Melanie Wegener, with her best tips on making a decision about whether we donate or sell something we no longer want or need, and her best tips for selling on Facebook Marketplace. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. 
And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. In Apple Podcasts, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.